The Singled Out Podcast is a Real Talk production. You can follow Real Talk at realtalk.productions on Instagram or email us at wearerealtalkproductions at gmail.com. You ready? I'm ready. We weren't even really talking when we pushed record. No, I just was going to just jump right in. Well, it's good. This is only our second episode tonight, but... We spent... It's still just the hours in the sun. The hours in the sun. Okay. Never stopping. Welcome to Singled Out, where we give you the dirt on dating, the pros and woes of singlehood. I'm Emma. I'm Alyssa. We're happy to be here, despite the exhaustion <laughs> you hear in our voices. We're feeling good. We have done, we've had kind of an intense recording session today because, I feel, because... I feel like we got to a lot of meat of some things. I got psychoanalyzed pretty hardcore yeah. tonight, and I'm recovering. <laughs> Alyssa, yes. I mean, imagine if you're in a room with more than two millets. Let's do it sometime. Time. Oh, we should record that for an episode. Oh my gosh, we so should. That'd be so just Except telling. Except it would end up being a family fight, I'm sure. Different opinions. <laughs> I'm 100% positive. Uh, it's we'll, dangerous to have We'll do it two. as an experiment. All right, we're going to kick things off with a BuzzFeed quiz tonight. I'm going to give it to Emma, and then Emma's going to give it to me, and we are going to learn, per BuzzFeed, these seven questions will reveal why you are still single. (laughs) I've never seen this quiz. Emma never has. Okay. I've edited it, so we'll see. All right, Emma, what's your phone background? Uh, Your pet, a scenic landscape, a funny picture of a friend, yourself, a graphic pattern, Um, I don't know, something random that came with the phone. (laughs) Jesus on one. Pet on the other. Well, you only get to pick one. Well, I just wanted our audience to know, <laughs> to know that what I it also is. have Jesus. <laughs> Though, most of the time, it's pet on both. So. That's, all right, great. Um, okay, how long was your last relationship? <laughs> Define relationship. Take it as you will. Just answer it according to all right. whatever's in your heart. Three plus years, two years, one year, a few months, I don't know, a couple of weeks. What's a relationship? Never heard of that. Investment or relationship? I'm going to take it as investment because... Okay, Okay, let's say a few months. Okay. Pick a condiment. (laughs) We have gotten into heated discussion about condiments before (laughs) on the podcast. All right. What is a condiment going on? It doesn't matter. I know which one you're going to pick anyway. Oh, okay. Ketchup. It sounded weird coming out of my mouth. (laughs) I just heard myself say ketchup. You gagged on the word ketchup. Okay. Yeah, because it's gross. (laughs) Ketchup, mayo, mustard, ranch, sriracha, barbecue sauce. What did I say last time? Honestly, probably going to say mustard. Oh, okay. Um, What do you think I was going to say? Ranch. Because we talked about ranch last ranch time. Ranch is a dipping sauce, not a condiment. What's the difference between a condiment and a dipping sauce? I would never put ranch like, like on a on hot dog. Something. Okay, all right. Fill in the blank. I love your big. <laughs> <laughs> eyes, heart, muscles, wallet, smile. Oh, eyes. Oh, smile. <laughs> One. Oh? You can only pick one. Do you know how BuzzFeed works? Okay, when's the last time you showered? This morning? Last no. night? A couple days ago? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I think it was yesterday, but just not last night. So by I'm going to go with last night, days. though. Well, what do you think? It's up to you. You're taking the quiz. No, you better do a couple days. Okay. Because my typical is two to three days, so. All right. But have you ever noticed? No. See? Then it's fine. Then it's fine. Um, when's the last time you went to the dentist? Uh, just few, tell me. A couple months ago. Okay. Um. Before that, much longer. <laughs> doesn't ask that. Just ask <laughs> the most recent. Be honest. Do you believe in love? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> the reason Emma is still single is because she's a unicorn too good for the peasants out there. I was about to cuss, but I'm going to edit it. Heck Yeah. <laughs> Screenshot that! I am posting that on our Facebook group! Yeah! Oh gosh, alright, ready? I'm refraining. Too many family members listen to this podcast. Okay. I admit I cuss, they just never heard it. Okay, what's your phone background? Uh, a scenic landscape. Really? 
It's the beach, yeah. Okay. How long was your last relationship? I don't know, a couple weeks. <laughs> okay. Pick a condiment. Barbecue sauce. Are you just picking all the same answers you've picked before? Probably, but I don't remember what I d- did. Okay. I just know, I just, just gave you this quiz. I have the answers right off the top of my head. Did you just not read one of the options for number uh-huh. four? <laughs> I wasn't. Yep, I I'm skipped really one. I'm really tempted to just. In the name of can. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> Muscles. I, yeah, I knew you were going to put that anyway. Alyssa loves big muscles. I'm not ashamed of that. No, I know. I'm just. Now that they know what question we're on, I'm going to yeah. let their imaginations, you know, figure out what we skip. I also kind of have big muscles sometimes. That's like from true. the waist down, the muscles are pretty big. That's true. You do have pretty great legs. Thanks. You're Appreciate it. Emma saw me in a swimsuit for a lot of hours today. So. I sure did. Um, when's the last time you showered? Uh, this morning. Nice. <laughs> I used a wet wipe for a sec a few <laughs> days ago. That counts. That's amazing. When's the last time you went to the dentist? Uh, like between six months and a year ago. So whichever of those you prefer to... Pick. Okay. I got kicked off my parents' dental insurance, and Boo. so yeah, that's the only part of their insurance I'm still on. Yeah, which is good. I guess I closer to six job. months ago okay. than a year. I put I picked six months. Great, thanks. Be honest. Do you believe in love? I do. Yes. You've got. You're too attractive. Is that the one you got last time? <laughs> I think so. Consider traveling to another planet. <laughs> Because no one on earth can compare to the ultimate sexified being that you are. Is awesome. it sounding familiar? I don't remember necessarily reading all of that. You are time. beyond the low life scum of this world known <laughs> as humans and their hairy butts. Your skin is seven times smoother <laughs> than anyone else's. Give it back. I, it's a it, blessing. None of this is true. You are blessed. Okay, I have to read you your description now. Let me find it real quick. You didn't read the whole thing? No, I didn't read the whole Gosh, thing. I'm it. so sorry. Um, oh, I forget your things are organized by color. It's okay, I got it. Um, okay, so Emma's said you're a unicorn. Too good for the peasants out there. You know why they call you a unicorn? Because you're one of a kind. Something they thought didn't exist. The perfect specimen. No one else is worthy. No one truths here. Just you wait. Another unicorn will come along someday, but until then, bask in the glory of yourself. You know what? This is all ringing real true. (laughs) I feel the truth of this down in my very being. So, my unicorn being. Well, I do not feel like mine is true, but I appreciate the compliment. Of course it was true. You are a sexified being unfit for this planet. That part was was pretty real. (laughs) Wait, 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 take a screenshot of that one too. Your skin is smoother that than is anyone so else's. Not true. You are way too good for the hairy butts of planet Earth. Oh gosh. Alright, well, now we know why we're single. We don't ever have to wonder ever again. None of you have a chance. <laughs> did any of you want a chance? <laughs> but really, did you? Just kidding. I can hear my brother singing in the kitchen. Okay. Here is our topic for this episode. We have taken notes on this one as well, so we've done some prep. Um, we're going to talk about uh, why you might be bad at dating. <laughs> why people in general might be bad at dating. Right. We have a list of things here. We do. Which I just, I, I want to say this. I know we end up focusing a lot on what not to do, and so maybe it feels a little bit negative a lot of the time. Let me tell you why. I was thinking about this. It's not on purpose, but one of my purposes for even doing the podcast is to, I think dating really is, when you come down to it, and should be pretty simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are things that complicate it, but I think for the most part, it's pretty simple, and we overcomplicate it. Absolutely. And so that's why we spend a lot of time saying, do not do this, this is not, you know, whatever, because we're getting rid of a lot of details that don't, that are fake rules and... Absolutely. You know, so that's why. So we're. It's also just easier, like, 
if there was a playbook of what to do, right, people would be better at dating. Right. What not to do is way what more universal. What not to universal. do is, is more universal because and what to easier do is to different list. for every person and, yeah. in every relationship. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, just just to put that out there. Sorry if this feels negative, but uh, at least we laugh a lot. There's humor so and negative it, it, it negativity. It so. Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, kick us off. All right, so. The first thing that I wrote down was talking only about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm, it, this is something that is, can become relevant really, like, in the first date. First date. And also something that I am, I'd be, I, I try to be aware of because I know that... I fall into a talking about myself. Yeah, and I, I worry, I talk a lot just mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, how much of it is actually about me, but maybe a lot, and I... I just, I try to be really careful of that. Yeah. So it's like the first thing I wrote down. If you are interrupting someone to talk about yourself, yes. to tell a story about yourself or your life, even if you're not interrupting, it's already a yikes. But in my head, I'm picturing times I've been having a conversation and I've been interrupted so that they can say something about them or uh-huh. their life, which sometimes is appropriate. Definitely not. But if you're like every... sealing the spotlight yeah. to say something about yourself. If it's a if it's a recurring pattern, just be aware that if you're talking more about yourself than you're talking about anything else, or if you're talking more about yourself than you are talking about the other person, there's a I'll tell you that's a red flag to whoever you, you're dating. You can't fall in love with someone you don't know and you can't get to know someone if you only talk about yourself. Right. So And they're probably not gonna fall in love with you if you're talking, if you're about, only yourself. talking about yourself anyway, yeah. so that is maybe a reason why you might be bad at dating. All right. Um, I think this one is very universal, and we've talked about this a lot, but I'm just going to say it. A reason that you might be bad at dating is because you are not being yourself. Ah. You are everyone. I was talking to, actually, to um, one of my coworkers about this recently, and she almost made the argument that you should, like... Put forth this this best version I of have yourself. Heard many people give this that argument. you need to put forth this best version of yourself, yeah. especially on a first date. You and I to said, them and to you, and I said absolutely yes. not. Bravo, Alyssa. And so, and we, I mean, it didn't. It wasn't like a heated yeah. disagreement, but it was a disagreement. Like, yeah, like I should not. And she she was saying something about like what you wear on a first date and what you and I said yep. no they they need to know exactly what they're getting yeah from date number one yeah and so what I wear what I say how I act with a yes. first date with a blind date with whomever is gonna be the same as if I was with my girlfriends that night that's how it's so gonna go. here's the thing I this is gonna be controversial good and just like this topic that you brought up and I feel like. There's going to be a lot of people that disagree, and I just, I, we, I already know, we already know that you're probably going to disagree. This is a very, this is a, um, a trait of a, of a conservative culture, Mm -hmm. where you, you owe it to yourself to, and to society to be the best version of you, but there's a difference between the best version of you and a calculated version of you. Yes. Okay? That doesn't mean hiding anything that might be perceived as, as yes that mm-hmm. is or an imperfection or mm-hmm. a flaw mm-hmm. hiding those things is not the same thing as putting your best version out there putting your best version out there is going in with the truest and kindest of intentions uh-huh. and representing all the best parts of yourself which is totally different than hiding parts of yourself yeah. that you don't like or that you think other people might not like or whatever like and I get if you think that you just out of respect for that person that you do your hair up differently or whatever but just know that is 100% not a real rule that is simply a personal preference that you are choosing to do Mm -hmm. that person is not putting that standard Mm -hmm. on you you're doing that to yourself yourself. I don't think you should be doing that personally and if someone else is telling you you should do that probably don't date that person so Yeah, I I'm also agree. not saying go on a first date and tell them every negative thing about yourself. Right, like, right, right, right. Like, right, that's right. just foolish. Right. But just be real. And also, that's that's also, I mean, that's bad taste, not because you're trying to hide something, but because, you know, for most people, not me, but most people, there's such a thing as TMI, and 
you know, you don't have to overshare. Right. That's not the same thing. Right. No, there, there's like a natural progression of getting to know right. somebody. But the theory is that you really, I, I have heard so many people say this, that you have to wait to show, like, you almost have to act as if you are, like. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a difference between, um, truly pretending to be someone that doesn't have any flaws and simply not talking about your flaws right. but a lot the theory is that when you go into dating you have to act as if you're someone who almost doesn't have any right. until they get comfortable enough that they won't run if you show them flaws no i think you create a more comfortable environment from the get go if you're real from night one. I agree. And yeah. I don't think your purpose in dating anyone should be to get them to not run away. Right. If that's your mindset, right. we got some things to talk yeah. about. <laughs> Come talk to yeah. me. Let's, we'll, let's unpack we'll some through. things. We'll help you through some okay, stuff. Okay, that was a really good one. Thank you. Um, okay. On the other end of that, I guess, one thing um, is unreal, unrealistic expectations, which this just comes with the maturity level. Mm -hmm. And I realized that a maturity level may, it, that's one of the hardest things to be self-aware of sure. is your maturity level. Sure. Um, but if you are, if you have unrealistic expectations for one, a relationship, mm -hmm. um, and I realize that like, it's easy to say if you have unrealistic expectations, you're bad at dating. And unless we give specific examples, you won't know if this okay, is Okay, for the you. record, we're all bad at dating. That's why we're right, all right, single. Right, right. <laughs> okay, well, yes. What? No one is it's good some, at dating, yes. I think. Is yeah. What, yeah, no yeah. one is good at dating. Even people who are married, it, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but if, like, unrealistic expectations about the relationship, like, it, certain things are just supposed to work. Because from, when you're watching people in your life, when you're watching it work, you don't, you can't see how much of their mental energy is going into making it work. Making that relationship work. And so... You know, an unrealistic expectation about that, an unrealistic, an unrealistic expectation about the other person. Mm -hmm. My mom suggested um, an expectation about a date. I this is a big pet peeve of big mine. One. When girls are like on a date, listen. Here's the standard for a date: we treat each other respectfully and kindly, mm -hmm. and we make a genuine effort to get to know them. That is the expectation for a date. They do not have to spend money. They do not have to, like, there aren't certain things that, like, I had friends, maybe younger, maybe not so much now, well, kind of now, who have certain ideas of, this isn't appropriate for a date because this isn't, it's not, Because like, they didn't do X, Y, Z. Right, yeah. like, like, they didn't step up their game, their game enough, like, you're supposed to do something extra and special for a date. I fundamentally disagree yeah. with that. Yeah, I Some people think that, and you know what, that's fine. I guess if you find another person that thinks the same thing, then I guess great. But just know, you know that have, isn't you're, actually You're universal. not going to go on bachelor dates. No. You're not going on bachelor no. dates. And what does every bachelor couple say? We can't wait until we can just go to real life. Right. We want to go to the grocery store together. Right. Like... Right. Yeah, that's that's where you're actually going to get to know right. somebody. and As long as you're treating each other kindly, making a genuine effort to get to know each other, and help the other person feel seen and cared about, mm -hmm. that is the standard for a date. Yeah. Nothing that, else. That is the realistic expectation. Yes. So yeah. just, this is mostly for the females out there, <laughs> okay? You are a princess, I think it goes but both you don't ways have a little to be bit, treated though. like, Because yeah. I think sometimes guys expect girls to... Like we were saying, put forth their best yeah. effort on a first yeah, date yeah, yeah. or like put their best foot forward. And I know guys who are upset when girls show up on a date without makeup on. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a no from me. Yeah. I'm not yeah, even going to get happening. started on that one, but that's going to be a no from me. So, yeah. Yeah, so the girl can choose to do that, but the guy cannot, cannot choose ask her to do, that. to do that. Yeah. That's a no. Yeah. Okay, good. Great. Okay, good. I got to pick which one I want to do next. I'm changing the order of all of mine. I didn't even think about an order. Okay, we're going to do this. Um, I think something that makes us bad at dating is when we compare our relationship to the relationships of others. Oh, yeah. I was just talking to a good friend about mm -hmm. this. Okay, good. Um, I think, like, okay, as like you were saying, you don't know what's actually happening in that relationship. No, so you have you're, no idea. You're comparing their 
public right. version to your private version, and right. so you don't actually know what's happening. Yeah. So it's just unfair. The Even if it's a good friend and you do kind of know what's happening, it's still just unfair because no, they're two people and you're two people, and so you can't. Right. So there are four factors here that are different. Not to mention yeah. the chemistry of each couple, yes. which is six factors, and that's yes. not even getting into the nitty gritty. And the you don't. You you don't want their relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, your relationship needs to be separate from theirs. Yes. And so, don't compare yourselves to them. Don't compare right. yourself to their timeline. Don't compare yourself to Dating the dates Dating is not they go a on. race. No. Dating is not a race. Say it with me, everyone. <laughs> Dating, Dating is, is not, not a race. race. Great. Um, so, just... I... Don't compare yourself to anybody else ever in your life about anything. Yeah. But especially in dating, do not compare your relationship to somebody right. else. Do not compare your significant o- yeah, other to somebody else's How significant other. How unfair is that other. to the person you're dating? Don't so compare unfair. your relationship to relationships in the past necessarily. Like, like you need to right. learn from relationships in the past and... And if there and, are... Right. And if, like, you were treated better in that relationship, that's Then you need to be aware factor. of that. Right. Or, like, you you know your feelings were stronger in the past for somebody else. Like, hey, yeah. maybe this isn't, you know. But, yep. But in general, don't compare your current relationship to somebody else's relationship, even if that's yeah. your own from the yep. past. Yeah. Good one. That's a great one. Okay. Um, okay. This is my dad's con- contribution. Um, things that, okay, what might make a person bad at dating is when they, he talked about a maturity level, like... Mm-hmm. What, just lacking in maturity, and which obviously is a huge one. And again, part of the problem is that the people who are lacking in maturity don't, don't necessarily know, know that it. they are the, that yeah. they're lacking in maturity. But a really great and specific example that he gave is people who don't take responsibility for things. Mm-hmm. He gave several examples. Let me read them: for things that they say, for things they forget, for things they neglect, and for things that they feel, for things that they help cause the other person to feel. And here's the thing: I'm a big believer that. No one can make you feel anything, however, but to a certain degree, like, if you are, especially in a relationship with a significant other, mm-hmm. if you are in any way contributing to them feeling bad about themselves, you need to take responsibility for that. And if you truly, honestly feel like it's 100% their issue and not yours, why are you still dating? Right. Like, there's a huge right. issues there in the relationship with the people like whatever but you need to take responsibility for your own feelings you need to take responsibility for how you how aware you are of the other person and how you might be contributing to how they feel you need to be responsible for the things that you say absolutely you need to be responsible for things that you have forgotten if you've made a mistake you need to be responsible for that you need to be responsible for your life you mm-hmm. their job is yeah, not to solve all your you've problems made. Yeah. right yeah no one's job and you know what if i'm dating someone and even if they're not asking me to solve all their problems if they're going to other people that's the same thing yeah that's the same thing yeah that's a little bit of a red flag yeah like you can't make decisions on your own right yeah there's a motorcycle we're just gonna let it we're just gonna yeah, yeah. there it goes <laughs> Yeah, you got you to gotta take responsibility just in general. This is one of my biggest pet peeves of people in general. I have I do not have a lot of patience for, for people, people who, who don't do take, not responsibility. take responsibility. Yeah. You got to do it. You just have to do it. And that is, mm-hmm. especially even in the early stages, not just a relationship, but in the early stages, it can, it's a lot harder to figure out what is your responsibility. But just... Be aware and take responsibility for, here's, in the early stages, it's when things aren't working or when they're moving slow or when you're in the gray area or especially communication problems, Mm -hmm. it's really easy to say that it's because the other person isn't communicating or because the other person keeps saying this and then not responding. But are you? The other person, right. What are you doing to take responsibility for those Mm -hmm. problems? And if they're not doing that, maybe that's something they struggle with. Maybe you should. Right. You know, if, if you're upset about something that the other person uh-huh. is doing, have a conversation about yep. it. Yep. Yep. You got to take you, responsibility for You don't get to just be, you don't own... just get to be angry at them because they're not right. communicating the way that you want them to, or they're right. not on the same page with you. Like, you take responsibility, take responsibility for, your, for that, for, for your feelings. Oh, exactly. Take responsibility for your investment. This is another yeah. thing that we talk about all the time, is that you obviously should be making investments. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... That's, That's what the dating point. is, right? Yeah. But if you are 
for example, we talk about this a lot, but if you are ready for the next, if you're ready to, you know, do a DTR, uh, determine the relationship for, define the relationship. I know some people don't know what that means. Sorry. So DTR, you're ready to be exclusive, whatever. You got to take responsibility for that. You for can't that just sit and complain and that you're in gray area when you are doing nothing, nothing to, to get out of it. Need. You, yeah. you are responsible for expressing your needs, for expressing your feelings. Yeah. They are not responsible to read your mind. Nope. Take responsibility. I'm going to make a t-shirt. <laughs> We've had some good t-shirt ideas Yeah, so lately. basically we're going to get rich. Someday. Somehow. Someday. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, I think we're going to see how well I can say this one. Um, I think something that makes different people bad at dating for different reasons, just mm-hmm. depending on personality, is some people... Um, rely too much on their feelings and some people rely too much on logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a balance yeah, between yeah, yeah. logic and feeling. Yeah. And so I think something that we all need to be aware of, I think I think it's important for everyone to be aware, self-awareness is huge, aware of are you a feeler or are you a thinker? Oh, yeah. And Good point. so um, go take a personality test if you don't know. Yes, It'll seriously. tell you if you're a feeler or a thinker. And Literally any of them. Yeah, but the Myers Briggs specifically has Myers that one. Briggs. I think I'm pretty sure that one specifically has feeling versus yeah. thinking. And um, anyway, so um, yeah, I'm I'm a thinker, and so I try to to think yeah. things through, and I have to remind myself just let yourself feel. Yeah. And then maybe think about your feelings, yeah, but I have to yeah. remind myself to let myself feel, and I think other people just maybe wear their heart on their sleeve a little bit more or get invested a little bit faster. That's Everyone gets in faster gets invested faster than I do. And <laughs> no, nah, that's not true. Not everyone gets invested faster than I do, but people stay invested longer than I do. <laughs> and people people like that, people who get invested and stay invested, that's great that you can feel that and I'm a little bit envious that you're like that your capacity for feeling is that high. But use your brain a little bit, too, and, like, think yeah. about where this is going long yeah, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that goes back to the unrealistic thing, too. I think often the people who struggle with the reality are mm-hmm. the people who are just relying on their feelings. Mm-hmm. If, like, they are the people who don't know the difference between a crush and, like, potential for a real relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they rely too much on their feelings. Which I think is a maturity thing. Yeah, I do, too. Am mm. I more feeling or thinking? You're a whole lot of bullshit, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm overactive in all yeah. of the above. <laughs> yeah, I think in dating you're more feeling. Yeah, I think that's true. Which I gotta say, is something that I'm quite proud of now because I my reputation is for being an overthinker <laughs> and heartless. Yeah, yeah, but a little. Emma bit. is not heartless. I'm just gonna put that on the record. <laughs> it's so true. I am super not heartless, but I. Often impressions of me are that I am, yeah. and I understand those impressions. Why? Sure. Um, but I, I don't believe in. I mean, I believe overthinking exists, but not nearly as much as as people, people accuse. Yeah. So like, I get accused of overthinking a lot, and very rarely do I think I'm actually overthinking. But because of that, the fact that I am a feeler, I feel like I've worked really hard to, to become like, a feeler. Actually, be able to feel my feelings. Yeah. Also, low key, I think I've always actually been overactive in both I just <laughs> my brain is louder the frontal lobe sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I'm a hot mess basically but it makes me a unicorn so what the hey <laughs> so what the hey all right is it my turn or your turn uh it's your turn okay sorry did I interrupt you did you have no nope, I said what I want to say okay um I think Look at Emma, not talking about herself too much, <laughs> making sure she didn't interrupt. Did I, uh, am I... No, okay. you're, you're good. I'm just saying. Okay, like that, we, we made that point earlier, There's and that was example. just like a, a great example. Making, making a good change. <laughs> positive change, apparently. It's fine. It's fine. I will take responsibility. I will take responsibility. Oh. Um, okay, so I think that... Okay. If you date for entertainment, that is okay. How we've talked to we an talk extent, that's okay. We talk about this a lot. To an extent, that's Correct, okay. Correct, because you have to be aware that that is not actually the purpose of dating, and so other people, that is not why they're dating. Mm-hmm. Now we we talk about that all the time, but I just want to add that if you are looking at 
the now I'm talking about human beings if you're on a date or if you're even in a relationship and you're looking at the other person as like their sole purpose in your life is to entertain you which if you are you know if if you're if you find entertainment in dating I think that's fine but it can sometimes get confusing there's being, an entertainment value to dating right which a, is great. a lot of the time which yeah. is great but in, I think, in a lot of ways like I personally am I'm not super entertained with dating but I think that the people who are sometimes can get confused between like what's fun and what's real for the entertainment yeah. and looking to the date for the entertainment mm-hmm. and so if you are like expecting your date to entertain you all the time or if you're expecting your significant other to stop you from I don't know getting bored or keeping a little bit singled out here (laughs) (laughs) no 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 Emma and I have talked extensively this very day about how bored I that's true you do get bored I get bored you do get bored but I've never seen you like I mean I'm I'm I couldn't I can't say I've never been on any of your dates with you (laughs) But I haven't seen. Oh, that was a what great I thing. what I have seen of your dates though. Like I said, she's really good at being on a date. In that, I have a lot of practice. In that segment, yeah, because it seemed to me like you weren't expecting that person. to No, I never expect that on a date. I maybe in a relationship you would struggle. It's with just that more. where okay, it's it's the joke behind the ten day rule is that, I I get bored. But I think the I think me getting bored, um. It's from a lack of it's challenge. It's from a lack of progression. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's Which like, isn't the same thing. Right. Like, y- yes, I would like to be entertained, but not like yeah. not like constantly. Right, not, right, like, right. I don't want to date someone who is boring. Yeah. I, I can't marry someone who is boring. No. Let's, let's be real. Like, that's not going to no. happen. But. Yeah, there's different versions of being bored. Yeah. Yeah. Being if bored, I'm bored in a relationship. Being a lack of a challenge is one, and healthy, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But if you. For the people who date for entertainment, then you... Then you can't... Like, what? A, that's okay, I guess, but you just have to make sure that you're separating that from the actual human being that you're on a date right. with or that you're in a relationship with. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's not their job to entertain you all the time. No, absolutely not. Though, I will say, I definitely... Have I already talked about this? I get in moods where I just lit my siblings... I will tell you all about this. I literally just walk around the house looking for someone to bug. Because I'm <laughs> That's bored. a big sister thing. <laughs> so I'll like, I'll like, like Rebecca will be on the bed. We, we share like a giant California king. And I'll go lay next to her and just look at her. Just like to get a reaction. And then when that gets boring, I'll just hold eye contact and slowly start pushing her off the bed. Just simply like to entertain cat. myself. Yep. Okay, that's totally different. Just <laughs> simply entertain myself. So I'm not having visions of my of being in a relationship and like looking, I guess, to them for entertainment. Yeah, by but, simply uh, but that's bothering different. them. Like you gotta I think you have to entertain yourself. I sometimes. do I do think like, it's different. But I just in the name of taking responsibility, I do know that I do that. Okay? That's all. I just wanted to take responsibility oh, for that. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Um, wow, I have so much hair. You which do is, have a lot of hair. Which is good because I've been feeling like it's been all falling out lately and I'm just learning. You will never run out I'm of I'm just hair. learning right now as I'm putting my hair up because I'm sweating so bad that um, I'm, I'm not, my hair is not all falling no, out. It's, it's just nope. still on the head. Sure not. Your hair goes through phases, so it'll fall out right before it hits a growth spurt. Oh, is that what happens? Yes, Good to know. actually. Or um, if you've just showered, your head's all soft, so you lose a little bit of hair, especially when you're true. in that phase of that the hair true. cycle. Great. Just right. fun facts. Fun facts with Emma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Um, this is a little bit going back to the last point I talked about. But I think something that makes, I don't know, maybe other people aren't bad at this, but I'm bad at this, is I try to see the end from the beginning, and that's uh, that's why I'm out so quickly. That's why I, yeah. I mean, there are other reasons that I, that I decide I'm out. Right. But I, like, I don't know. Maybe this isn't necessarily a bad thing. I do this, bad, too. Maybe this isn't it looks a bad different thing. in my life, but, yeah, yeah. maybe this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but, like, I think... And people who try to see the end from the beginning, and may, and myself included in this, like, I don't give myself time to process anything, yeah. and I just kind of, like, make a decision yeah. and stick with it. Yeah, I do think and... that 
there's a lot of strength in being able to do that. I also think that's for sure a female thing. If you yeah. look at the male and female psyche, yeah, that that's is, true. That is how the female mind works. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of strength in that. Right. You just I'm, have to remember that you can't add, like, be careful not to have have that contribute to the pressure that you put on that person yeah. or that relationship. You yeah. put it on the person, and I put it on the relationship. Mm, gotcha. So I, again, I think there are. Before we start recording, I told Emma I think all of my rules have exceptions, and I think this one has a lot of exceptions. I yeah, think yeah, like yeah. trying to see the end from the beginning is not necessarily a bad thing in no, a lot of cases. In a lot of cases, but I also see how it can, how it, <clears throat> it. I don't know. It freaks me out. It freaks me out sometimes when I like, if I go on a date and I'm like semi interested in the guy, like yeah. logically I'm like, huh, I should probably go out with him again and like see maybe if I'm more interested in him round two and then the other part of me is like yeah but you didn't like really like him like completely all the way totally on date one so like what's the odd that what are the odds that you'll that I'll even be better date two so probably just like get out of there before you like invest any more time in that oh my gosh that's so funny and I think that that's not a great thing that I do okay so this is definitely a female thing Mm mm-hmm I but I do it completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. like, I see the... I see... I... Again, I get invested really quickly, stay invested, and it's because I... The end from the beginning, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, this is mm-hmm. it. And then that's... That's... So that's why I stay in it, and that's why you leave. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, I do... I do think that it's a good thing. It's just... I, I mean, it just puts pressure on it. Yeah, that's and maybe I think undue that sometimes. Just because of my personal belief system, I think that people's greatest strengths um, often are misused and become their greatest weaknesses, weaknesses. especially often, I think, in gender roles. Like, I think, mm-hmm. because there, there are differences between men and women, Just that's just science, right. and a lot of times the greatest things about men become, when they're misused, they become the worst things, or the things that are the most hated of about them and it's the same with women and so Uh I I think that this is one of those things that it can be a really great strength if you use it correctly right but sometimes we don't necessarily use it correctly right yeah that was a good one so um okay my mom was very how many more do you have uh maybe like two or three okay I have three great my mom was very passionate about talking about your ex as being a (laughs) no-go So look, I think there comes a point when like in a serious relationship, oh yeah. People need you gotta talk like about it. people need to be aware of your dating history right, and your right. dating past right. and and things like that. But, but if you're talking about them just as a person in your life, like, oh yeah, one time this person did this thing, not even in the context of being an ex, just in the context of an everyday conversation, you just bring them up a lot. Yeah. It's probably not great. Maybe you gotta work through some stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that's if they're not still that relevant in your life that you're still talking about them on a regular yeah. basis. Like... I feel like that's a no brainer, but my mom mentioned it like three times, so I felt obligated. I actually to say could it. hear your mom like yelling about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shalise was getting fired up. Oh, Shalise, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of passion in my family. <laughs> if you haven't picked up on this yet that there was no way I was going to have any less passion than I do because it's just there's there's a lot of intensity around here that's all yeah it's good good. it's good it is good the Dales show their intensity a little differently (laughs) but it's it's there it's there it's just a different brand of intensity we are so good together because because we're super intense our intensity level intimidates other people (laughs) but not each other Because we're like, oh, finally the, someone who can match my intensity the real level. Re- that's the real reason we're both single is no one can freaking keep up. No, I know. Yeah. I, 100% that's yeah. the reason. All right. Um, so another thing that I think it becomes an, a problem in dating um, is putting your relationship on a timeline. Ooh, good one. And there is no timeline. Every relationship is going to progress differently at different speeds. Um, you're going to have relationships, each individual person is going to have relationships that move really fast, relationships that move really slow. Like, it, I don't even think it's an individual thing. I think it's more of a chemistry thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's parents, all of it. Which yeah. makes it that much yeah. more complicated. My parents got engaged in six days. Yeah. 
and his parents got engaged after two years. Two years right. Like, neither of those was right, neither of those was wrong. Yeah. The relationships were just different, and if they had tried to put their relationships on the same timeline, yeah. like, neither of those things would have worked. Yeah, this is one of those things in dating that actually is just complicated by nature, mm-hmm. which is why it's important to simplify it as best you can, and I mm-hmm. think that's a great way to simplify it, is just simply understand that going back to comparing your relationship with other people, like, you you can't decide a timeline, you just gotta let it happen. If you, I mean, if you have personal needs where you're like, I'm gonna go crazy if we don't take the next step at this time, then that's fine, but that means that you maybe just have to dip out. Yeah. Like, you can't, yeah. Yeah, work through that. Yeah, good. Okay. Okay, good. Um, my mom was also very passionate about this one. My mom, once upon a time, went on a date with someone who ordered wings. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, didn't wipe his mouth ever. And she said, she talks about this, I've, I've heard her talk about this my whole life. Sauce was dripping off his mouth, I guess, and he didn't do anything about it, so... Um, so, you might be bad at dating if you don't if wipe you your don't mouth. you don't have manners? Yeah. Good table manners. So, okay. But what if he was just being his, his true self? Um, okay. <laughs> that is a good, that is a good question. I, I, I enjoy a good devil's advocate. Here's the thing. The fine line, there's, the line is between being yourself and mistreating another person. Yes. Right? That's when it can't yes. be justified. Yes. And honestly... Just being simply polite is pretty much right on there. So Absolutely. like, it is you're not maybe mistreating them, but it's definitely but it's in impolite. the category of rude. Yeah. To just act like a slob. Yeah. All the time, like I would get mad at my brother if he did that. No. I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a good devil's Thank advocate you. though, because Thank guaranteed you. someone was gonna say that <laughs> if you didn't. So. I'm just trying to predict our listeners' like, yeah, thought processes good. before we do this. It's good. Um, okay. Something else that I, I, I am guilty of this and yeah, it's, it's not great. I'm working through it. Um, I think a lot of people feel guilty when they're not interested in somebody Ah. and that is so not a thing. Yeah. Like that is, you can't feel guilty. You can be sorry. Maybe like they're really good guy. You can be sad about it. But that, that. You're not you're not wrong and yeah. you're not bad for not being interested in somebody. Um Yeah, that's a good one. And so you feel guilty and you go on a pity date and then you end up either ghosting them or having a real weird conversation later yeah, when yeah, really yeah. you could have just solved a lot of issues. Okay, here's if you were. Here's a little bit of uh psychology for you. If I'm not going to, like, go into science behind this necessarily, but if you are are behaving as if you have something to be guilty about by not liking them, the per- the, the other person's human mind will automatically pick, on that cue, pick up on that cue and process it as something, as a tragedy or something to be, like, they'll process it as being on the other end of something guilty. So you're really not doing them a service no, by you're feeling really not. bad about it because you're you are tainting the way that their brain is processing how it works. So like there's a there's a difference between feeling guilty and being maybe even apologetic is fine if you're like, you know, I be appreciative of the attention and of the mm-hmm. compliment. It's flattering when somebody's right. interested in you. Thank them for it. it. Is. Thank them for it and say you can say, I'm sorry, I'm just not interested, and I think that's fine if you use the words, I'm sorry, but if yeah. you imply anything beyond that, that you should be guilty for something, that's, you're, you're not, you're, you're, you're not. not, you're not, and you're not helping them either, it's making it, it's harder for them if you do that, so, yeah, that's a good one, thank you, you have a lot of really great, I came up with all of these on my own, <laughs> You usually call phone a friend. I, I've been known to do that. Kylie in the sky. I'm just saying you usually come up with things. That's way true. more things than I do, and you went and pulled people, and I just came up I with did. all of these. I did. I went and I'm just, just proud too. of myself. You, That's I'm all I'm saying. I'm very proud of you. I'm growing as a human. <laughs> I'm just, I just didn't becoming think better. You were lacking, is all. I'm proud of you. I'm just glad that I was able to show that I'm not lacking. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. I, I can respect. Like manifested I can to that. this man. I I knew I had it in me, and yeah, it yeah, manifested. Yeah. When's tonight. your birthday? 
I'm just wondering. September? Okay. I'm just wondering. Okay. <laughs> you like, are you planning something? No, I just No. No. I'm both just, Virgos uh, or how's this? I'm going? actually a Leo. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's fine. Okay. You're like a, I think we're right on the cusp. It really doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, no, I am. I'm barely a Leo. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, anyway. Um we this is like common knowledge, I feel like, in adult dating. Mm-hmm. But the beehive list. Let's talk about what this Let's is. Let's talk about the beehive list. We, I cannot believe, looking back, I cannot believe that we had lessons in church. I know! Where we legitimately made lists of things we were looking for in dudes. It was suggested that we read our list as an episode. I don't know if I know where any of mine I don't, are. I'm though. sure I don't have mine. I'm going to try and find I'll them. I'll look. I think that's a I'll great... look. That'd be hilarious. Like, there might be old journals somewhere. I, I'll look. Okay. But, um, yeah, here's the beehive list for anyone who doesn't know. It's the list that you made sometime in your young youth, or old youth, even. I'm pretty sure I made, like, one a year from ages 12 to 18. Where are they? I don't know. Okay. Um, Of qualities that you expect or want in a spouse. Mm -hmm. Listen, the principle of this is, I suppose, fine. However, as stated in a previous podcast, your brain literally is not developed enough for that kind of <laughs> decision making. Ultimate decision. Decision making. When you're 12 years old. I know. Old. And here's the problem is that too much of it gets carried. I mean, as soon as you enter the adult world, especially in like in an LDS culture where you get into institute and people are like, throw away your beehive lists. Right. <laughs> So, again, this gets addressed all the time. However, I think maybe we're not totally aware of all the things that carry over from that yeah. list. And so, yeah. just just know that, like, you really need to reassess. Here's, the, here's how you should actually make your list. You don't look at a person, the kind of person you want, necessarily. You look at the kind of life that you want. Sure. And then your list comes your list is that you manifest a future that you want for yourself the kind of person you want to be and then Mm -hmm. you find someone who fits who matches that that. yeah yeah and there might be specific qual like I do have a list however I have a very short list my list is very specific and I 100% stand by everything on the list Mm -hmm. I don't even put it on the list unless I know for sure like I know I need um, like, what was it that we just said? Someone who... Challenges you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know 100%. 100%. And I think this is true about everyone to a degree, but not everyone chooses this. But especially for people like me and Alyssa, mm-hmm. 100% I need someone who will challenge me and push and me. And help you progress. Someone who is not submissive. Mm-hmm. Someone who doesn't, who's not passive. Mm-hmm. I can't have any of that. Yeah. I know for sure I cannot have yeah. any of that. So yeah. those the opposite of those things go on my list and it's real, but it's not yeah. the beehive list. My list might be longer if I like really thought about it, but my list is pretty my long. My list is pretty pretty short. Like maybe three things. But I'm famous for knowing exactly what I want. That is so. true. But they're not like there has nothing to do with hobbies except I do have a thing against video games. I do too. Pretty strongly against video games. Yep. Uh, though, uh, but there the beehive list. The be- I remember sitting in young women's and writing like physical attributes yeah, yeah, that yeah. I wanted, yeah, yeah, like yeah. dark uh-huh. hair and blue eyes. Would I like that? Yes. Sure. But and the like, reason is that, that yes, exactly. Like, right. But it's not a deal breaker no. by any means. But the so reason dumb. I'm bringing this up is because that I literally know people who are in still their adult looking life for who they still describe that person. Yeah. Listen, check yourself, okay? Are you that person? Because You're allowed to put personality traits on a list. You're not allowed to put physical attributes on a list. No, and you're not... No. You should be physically attracted to whoever you Right, and if you know your type, that's fine. Yeah. To be aware of who you generally are attracted to. But don't write somebody off because they don't... If you you find them attractive, but they don't fit your mold, don't write them off. Or if they don't sing. That might not be good enough to actually be on a list for an eternal companion. Right. right. Great bonus. Great bonus. And I will say I have learned that that's more important to me than I thought it was. was. (laughs) But still not a... Actually, same. Still, like... I still won't totally put it on the list. Even though it actually... Again, in my adult life, I've learned actually how important Important that that is is to to me. 
but for adult reasons, not because the perfect person is a singer. Right. But because, because that's a really important life part involves of my, music. Yeah, that's yeah. an important part yeah. of my relationship. Music is an important part of me. And yeah. so in some way that has to be relatable. It has with to be person. in there somewhere, yeah. And yes. here I'm gonna be really honest about this, just while we're on the topic. Let's it's do not it. really that important. But I love to sing. Mm-hmm. And it, it occurred to me at one point that I would never be able to sing a duet with anyone ever with any male ever if I don't marry a singer <laughs> because otherwise that's it's true just, otherwise it's weird it's just not <laughs> yeah it's I mean maybe in certain settings it's fine but I will it won't ever be the same and I won't get to do it very often and that yeah. got very sad to me <laughs> as an adult like an old you know what recent though, adult life is that I am actually a tenor so <laughs> <laughs> worst case scenario okay. Worst case scenario, I think we can sing some duets together, probably. Okay. I mean, it still won't be the same, but at least I'll get to sing. It won't be the same experience. The problem is that I had that experience, and now I know what I'm missing. And now you want it. (laughs) Now I know exactly what I would be missing. (laughs) So that sucks. Oh, man. But thank you for at least giving me the opportunity to Mm -hmm. sing it, even if it's not the same experience. Yeah, I'm still letting you know that that's there. Okay, that's good. So I don't necessarily have to put it on my list. So, there still, you go. Still, still a good bonus. Still a good bonus. All right. Are you out or do you have one more? I'm out. All right. All right. My last one then um, is I think, and a lot of this goes back to like making your own decisions and being self-aware, um, but I think we um, tend to or people tend to put a lot of stock in the opinions of others. Uh, and I, this is a huge one for me. Um, this is why I never introduce people to my family, um, because I need to be a hundred percent certain how I feel about somebody yeah. before I let the people who matter most tell me what they think. Yeah. Um, because on some level it's going to influence my decision making right. and I, I don't want that to happen. And so I, it, and at, at the end of the day, it does not matter what anybody else thinks to, yeah. Again, to an extent, there are some things yeah. that maybe somebody outside of the relationship can see that you just can't because yeah, you're this blinded. Is a, I have a hard time with this. But um, in I, in general, I think we need to be better about making our own decisions and not yes, letting other people make our decisions for us. I agree. If you have a legitimate question that you oh, of feel course. like you need to go, you know, ask... But if you're just waiting to have an opinion about someone until someone tells you what opinion to have, or if your yeah. opinion changes because you Because of somebody feel, else's... Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between someone, your mind changing because things they said felt true, or sure. as actually causing second thoughts. There's a difference between that and just starting to feel insecure about your opinion because mm-hmm, someone because someone else shared different. a different opinion. And I think that it's really hard for some people to tell the difference mm-hmm. between those two mm-hmm. things. But if you are feeling anything that resembles insecurity, then pretty much that's a pretty good sign that you aren't listening to that opinion for the right reasons. Right. So right. that's a good one. Yeah. So um, that's what I got. Hey, are you out? Okay, so just to wrap up this episode... Um, by the time we actually publish this episode, this is going to be like, I mean, we have no idea when we're publishing anything. We have no idea when we're publishing anything. (laughs) So, um, I'm, we're gonna, uh, take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors and then we'll be back. All right, we're back. So we got an email from a listener who shared a recent dating experience. She was telling me about it, and I asked if I could share it on the podcast because it just was a really great example from both parties of how to handle things in dating that are difficult um, and how they don't have to be that difficult and they don't have to be, you know, that uncomfortable and traumatizing. Um, So I had her send in an email version of it, and I'm just going to read read it and then we'll talk a little bit about why it was so great yeah go okay so this kid in my choir asked me out for sushi i was 99 percent sure that i wasn't interested but that one percent plus sushi ew right like, say yes <laughs> i guess you like the sushi, sushi would have been enough for the one percent to I, go away absolutely oh, same for me but whatever okay. that's all right good for her i don't even know i think i did know this about i think this is a new i don't know anyway i i think it's weird but you know I love good you, for so you yeah 
Okay, the date was fun, but confirmed for me that I wasn't interested in anything romantic with him. However, when he asked on the car ride home if I'd be interested in doing something again, quote, sometime, I agreed. Partly because I'm a chicken, and also because I did not want the rest of the 15-minute drive to be spent in awkward silence. Okay, let's take a pause here for a second. I do want to talk about yeah, this. This okay. is not an example of what to no, do. No, this is... That that specific question asked in the car ride 15 minutes before you get home, that's not a great time to ask Here's that question. The thing. I understand that it is difficult to know when to ask that question. Sure. And I'm sure that he thought that, that was a, a good time. I'm going to tell you it's not because does she actually, could she say no? Like not really. I mean, she could, she could, but there's so much pressure to say yes in that situation. So much. Here's the thing. You don't have to do it at all at the door scene. If you're pretty sure she's going to say yes, then it's fine. Like let's do this again sometime. But if, if you're like not just ask her out again, you don't have to say anything. Just ask her out again and give her the option to say no. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't have to on the first date. I know that there's, other people who have maybe given specific advice to on the first date, like, you know, kind of test the waters and see if they would want to go on a second. There are ways to test the waters without putting that much pressure right. on it, too. I wouldn't ask. And... Don't ask that question. Uh, test the waters and then... If I you... have a great story that I'll tell sometime oh, about this okay, specific good. thing. Okay, it good. was a little bit traumatic. So just ask her out again and let her say no, but you don't have to confirm a second date on the first date yeah. explicitly and vocally. That's really uncomfortable. Okay. But don't worry, it gets better. That's one better. of those things, though. There are so many things in dating where it's like, it's awkward if you're not interested, but it's great if you are interested. Totally. And that's just one of those things, like, if you're totally. both interested, then then yeah. I and said maybe the he really date. did think that she right. was interested. But I would just say test Even the then, waters. Even 15 minutes before is I know, a little... Test the waters a little bit, and I don't know. I We're getting a little bit sidetracked from the email, but I personally will kind of drop hints on a date. You Yeah, you need to On a first date. That. If I want a second date, like I will just say okay. little things yes. that like, and and then it's not awkward. But if I haven't been dropping hints all night that I'm interested in a second date, then okay, Let, be aware let's of that. just we are definitely sidetracked from the email, but this is just too relevant. So here's the thing: the reason why I hated dating in high school was because I felt like no matter how you feel about that person on a date, you're pretty much expected to act as if you like that person, whether or not you do. Which, mm-hmm. now that I know myself better, I understand why I hated that, because right. that did not feel authentic to me true. at all. Yeah. Here's the thing, is that girls, there really is pressure to do that in high school, and it gets taken okay. into the next yes. phase of dating. Acting interested and being polite are not the same no. thing. No. Be polite you, on a first oh my date. Goodness. We we've established that. Be right. polite on a first date, but but don't give signals, don't no. flirt. Don't. You are not expected to flirt with someone because you're on a date with nope. them. You are not expected in any way no, a to first act like date, you like them. A first date, especially in this culture where so many first dates are blind dates or yes. really the first time you're meeting someone, is just that. A chance yeah. to get to know somebody. And Here's so don't thing. make it more than it is. There are signals on a date you can send to encourage a second date and also to discourage a second yep. date. Yep. Don't hold yep. eye contact a millisecond longer than you have to. Yeah, no flirty physical contact if you're None. not interested. Don't touch them at all. Mm-mm. Hands off. <laughs> what, is, what is it in the office? Don't touch her. Don't even look at her. <laughs> seriously, though. Seriously, though. Without being rude, it's okay if there are moments where you a little bit avoid eye contact because guess what? That is a, that's signal. a signal. You yep. can send that signal. It's not rude. It's just, you know. Yep. So just be aware of your feelings and then be aware of the signals you are giving based on those yes. feelings and give signals that accurately convey yes. your, your feelings. That's a good one. That's right. one of Alyssa's soapboxes. Great. Okay. The second date planned for a week later gave me so much anxiety. After a lot of debating, I ended up calling him the night before just to let him know that although going on dates with him was fun, I wouldn't be looking for anything to come of it. I told him that I didn't want him to feel like he was wasting his time or his money. Let's talk about this. Let's do it. This was 100% the right thing to do, yes. I think. Yes, Before the second date to just, she used her words. It wasn't aggressive. It wasn't rude, she said. And she didn't put a lot of pressure on him either. She just said, Mm-mm. hey, just so you know, like. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Just to put it all out there, like, I'm not really interested in, in 
going like moving this relationship forward and right. I just wanted to be sure I just wanted to make sure to be clear about that because I know like this is a second date and she then she said the version that I heard from her outside the email she included some details like she said I don't know exactly what the date was but she, but something that would involve spending money and she mm-hmm. said I I want you to know that before we go so that you don't invest right you don't more. right if there's someone else that you might that you are interested in that you know you would rather take then i want to give you the chance to do that yeah. i want to you know and i want to communicate clearly from the beginning all these things were 100% the yeah. correct thing to do way to go way to go way to go i understand why it's hard because it's an awkward thing to say right it's and an awkward girls thing to feel say. like they can't do that cuz they feel like we talked obligation. about this before the guy, they feel like the guy's going to come back and be like, well, that's not what I was saying anyway. And I think, honestly, I it, think that's maybe the number one reason why girls don't communicate mm-hmm. because they're afraid that the guy is going to make them feel stupid for even thinking yeah. that that's what was going on. Because yeah. that happens all the time. All the time. Okay, so let's listen to his response. Okay. She says, his response was perfect. Um... Then she says, you know how sometimes when people are rejected, they take everything back? <laughs> like the whole <laughs> quote. Oh, so sorry you got the wrong impression, but I was never interested in you. Yeah. And she says, they deny any investment so that you feel crazy and they're still in control. I've had that happen to me a couple of times. I've even done that once or twice. Mm-hmm. So I was fully expecting it again. So, you know, this is universal. It's the pattern. Okay? It's the it's pattern. Nothing. It really is. But he didn't do that at all. He right away apologized that I might have felt any pressure and told me that he hadn't meant to make me feel uncomfortable. He said that it wasn't time wasted to him, so he still went on the date. So when she's telling me, she said he that he basically said, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if I made you feel uncomfortable. I don't, I don't want you to, to feel any pressure from me. I don't want to, you know... Then he said, I would still like to take you out on a date. I, even though I know you're not interested and that it's not going to go anywhere, it still wouldn't. And at that point, that's his wasted. prerogative. Right. At that point, that is, if he still clear. wants to spend time with her. Right. And she said, like, they, that she had fun going on dates with him anyway. And, mm-hmm. You know, and so, um, I just lost my train of thought, but I'm sure I made my point, so it's fine. Okay. Where was I? Um,. He said that it wasn't time wasted to him. Oh, he said, I'd still like to take you out if that's okay. Even though you're not interested, it doesn't feel like a waste to me. I would still like to take you Mm -hmm. out. And so she said, "Uh, great. So they went out. She said, it was a little stiff, you know, but it was still a good time. Um, She said, I don't regret communicating to him at all. You should never regret communicating. Yeah, and she said in the email. I can tell you a hundred stories about times I regret not communicating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never regretted communicating. Right? Even when it's vulnerable. Even when it's okay. vulnerable. Even when it's weird. Even when I've been told I wasn't saying that at all. Like, right. what were you thinking? Like. the Probably one of the most life-changing moments for me was when Pam from The Office looked into the camera. And what did she, what did she say? Something about if you feel... Anyway, it's like at the very end of the series. And she said, this is what I've learned. Say something. Like, mm-hmm. basically, she said, even if it's vulnerable or whatever you will never regret i, I think it's like something. the finale episode yeah, like I'm her sure last thing yeah. that she says to the it's camera her last monologue ever pam the last thing pam says and i remember being like oh my gosh she's talking to me <laughs> i remember thinking that when i watched that Pamela um beasley halbert she said so the, the listener who sent this in um, said that since then it has been a little bit awkward. Like it's well, been, sure. Right. Anytime and you reject someone, there's, like, there's he's just been a avoiding bit. eye contact and and you know different things. He feels rejected. Yeah. yeah. And she said there's she been even, some vulnerability. She overheard him um, venting to someone about how he's been on a couple of days and doesn't go anywhere, and that made her feel uncomfortable. But she says, but I do not regret communicating to him despite that. Feeling guilty for not being interested is not a reason to go on more dates. Which, yeah, which I brought up. Right. And I admire him so much for taking what I told him and treating me with so much respect. Yeah. So, we just, you know, wanted to put out, again, we a do positive a, we, example. Yeah. We, we have a lot of do-nots, and here right. was maybe a better example of a do. Here's a do. Again, the do's are easy, so, well, relatively easy to identify and a little bit scary to, to right. do, to follow right. through with them. And, and that's why we end up 
doing so many do nots. Yeah. Because we're we're fearful or whatever it is, a little insecure. Yeah, dating is hard. Dating's hard. <laughs> dating. Dating sucks. Dating sucks. You know, I was thinking maybe that's what we should have called our podcast. <laughs> dating sucks. Dating sucks. But you know, single out. Single out is really pretty great. catchy. It's really yeah, catchy. It's been good. Um. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. As always. Um. We will be back sometime. You know how sometimes like. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say this. I'm saying it. Say it. You know, like, um, like musicians, a lot of the time are like, we. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be on the stage without my fans. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't. I don't think that's us at all. I think if we had like zero <laughs> listeners, I think we would still lock ourselves still in here. this garage once a week. It's so hot it's in so here. Hot in here. It's summer. I mean, even if we didn't have any listeners, we would still do this. I mean, like Alyssa said, it's cheaper than therapy. It's cheaper than therapy. It's been really good for me. Um, but it's way more fun because of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, and Because yeah. of our audience. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because we know we're at, we're talking to real people. That's like, true. Like, when we're talking... To, it's not even uncomfortable to just sit here and talk to a phone because we know we are talking to real people who are invested in this podcast. Yeah, and so, I don't think it'd be weird anyway. I mean, I a little bit. A think little it'd bit, be but like, weird. I don't know. If we had no listeners, if we had no listeners, we locked ourselves in this garage every week and talked we to would, a phone. Okay. <laughs> we wouldn't lock ourselves in a garage and talk to a phone, but we would still sit and talk about this. So that's true. But we, yeah, we're just having conversations true. we would have anyway. Just. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more focused than they would be outside of yeah. here. Yeah. And, and we have the benefit. And of, on a regular schedule. On a semi-regular <laughs> schedule. Semi-regular schedule. And we have the benefit of, of yeah. our audience. But we appreciate so you. we really do appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, we appreciate the community. We appreciate especially the support. We have a lot of listeners who, like, weekly will... Message Somebody had a dream and... about us this oh, week. Oh, I didn't hear about this. I'm sorry. I'll tell you later. Okay, Someone had later. a dream about about us. Okay, good. Yeah, we... Um, anyway, we, we get feedback from people weekly. We have some fans, we have some regulars listeners and, who... And, honestly, and we love that. It's so fun. Yeah. It really is so fun. Yeah, so come be in our community. Join our Facebook group and yeah. stuff, and it's a good time. It's a really good time. All right. All right. I'm Emma. I'm Alyssa. And you have been... Singled, singled out. out. Hey, it's me, here to tell you all of the ways you can find and contact the Singled Out Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Singled Out Podcast. Like us on Facebook, the Singled Out Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Singled Out. Email us at wearesingledout at gmail.com. Find us online at realtalkproductions.squarespace.com. And follow your hosts, Emma and Alyssa, on Instagram at the Emma Millet and at danger underscore Dale. We love you.